Welcome back to another edition of Living Your Best Life with AJ and Caroline. I am Caroline and my co-host is AJ who's sitting right across from me. Hey AJ. What's up there Caroline? Nothing much. Had a long day today but you know what? I don't even care because I'm living my best life. Snow day this year. We had another snow day. I know. But we didn't get enough snow to close things off. We got enough snow to just aggravate people. You know, people get aggravated all the time. My snow day was great for me. Yeah, I know it was. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, this is another edition of Living Your Best Life with Caroline and AJ. I'm Caroline. This is AJ. Now, we don't have a guest today, and that's okay. Because today, I want AJ to talk about all the exciting things he's been doing since his retirement and even before. Because the reason why I even have this podcast is because I was loving it so much how this man over here was living his best life. He inspired me to live my best life. So, you know, we're going to talk about him tonight. Show you right. That's right. So, why don't we start with you just... Telling us what your life is like now that you are retired, sir. You are retired. I'm not retired, but you are retired. A lot of people think it's an uh, amazing, incredible transition. But to be quite honest with you, the fact that I was working from home due to the pandemic hit, I only had to go into the office one day a week after having for the first 39 years of my career going in every single day. And on days like this, when the weather was bad, when it was inclement and everybody else was home, we had to be out there because a utility company, essential service, we were essential people. So I got spoiled because working from home kind of put me in that mindset of actually being retired, if you will. And so when I walked out the door on Friday, July 7th of 2023, I felt literally no different. It felt like the it just was another day. And on Monday, July 10th, when I woke up and I didn't have to get up and go to work, it didn't seem different because it just felt like I was home, working from home anyway. I know, but even though that's true, it had to feel something. You had to wake up that morning and say, I'm retired. Even if you are working from home. No, even if, let, cause, me, let me cause say let this. Let me tell you this. Because even when you were working from home, you got up, you did, you took your shower, you got dressed, and you went downstairs to turn on your computer. So you had to do some stuff. Right. Now you ain't doing nothing. But let me say this. You know, had they made a big deal of it, if I had a big going away bash on that Friday and we had a, a major coffee and or a luncheon or something, then that would have helped uh, plant that seed to be that way. But it's the fact that we did nothing, okay? My manager didn't do anything. My the staff people were a little upset. And uh, that was cool with me because it lets you know, even after 42 years, where you really stand on the totem pole. And uh, I'm grateful because that's always treated the job. The job was always just a job to me. And I never treated it as, as this be all and end all. So that's why it was so easy for me to get up and walk away. Now, had I had other managers there, if I had worked under Ron, if I had worked under McLaren, if I had worked under I, even Joe, he would have did something because that's just the mindset. And it's a new time, new regime. And I've learned to, to appreciate the things you do have and not sweat over the things that don't because it allowed me to, to always come to work and have that kind of mindset. So that's why when I got up that Monday, it was just another day to me. To, but this was a day that for the rest of my life, I could do what I really wanted to do. Okay. And what is that? I mean, let's talk about all the things that you really wanted to do. So you were doing it anyway. So. So think about this. I retired on July 7th, 2023. And then the following Friday, on July 14th, 2023, we rolled up to Albany, New York. And I got to walk across the stage after 23 long years stressing, trying to get a 
bachelor's degree in college. And I was finally able to complete after doing a good two and a little like two and a half years with Excelsior University. It was Excelsior College when I started, and it became Excelsior University by the time I finished. So I am the first graduating class of Excelsior University, which I'm grateful for. And we took that trip up there so I could walk across that stage. And you saw me that day. I did. Who had more fun than your boy no on that day? No one had more fun. Who no was wilding out there? You were. Of course. Of course. Of course. And that's what I'm saying. It doesn't take much for you to live your best life. I don't I don't care if if this is happening over here or that is happening over there. If we walk in some place and, and half of us is not feeling it. I guarantee you by the time we leave that place, everybody going to be feeling it because you bring the party with you everywhere you go. And that was my mission and my goal. I met, uh, you know, we're really it's a virtual school. We only got together because of the commencement service. And I walked in the door looking for some of my classmates, didn't find none of my classmates. But I found two people who I bonded with immediately. And then the third person was the guy that was right next to me because his name, last name was Jones, an older white man. So me and him were cracking up because we were like Jones and Jones. So it was, uh, it was a great day. My, my ladies from uh, corporate college came out. You know, it was great to see Lisa and my new friend, uh, you know, Miss Elaine. I, I didn't know her. We always communicated via email. And then seeing her in person, you'd have thought we'd been friends for 30 years. So that made the experience great. We stayed over. We hit a, a little space down there to have, a, 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 I guess, a graduation dinner with the family that came up because the kids came up, the grandkids came up, uh, you know, son-in-law came out. So it was just a cool event, just to, to truly, uh, I want to thank them for celebrating because I thought it was going to be me and you. And when they came rolling in, that was, that was the game changer for me. And uh, then we came home. And so now I was officially retired. I have now officially completed my bachelor's degree in liberal arts. That took me 23 years. I started in 2000 when my daughter went to college. We both went in together. She did hers. She had a child and graduated. And I, I struggled just to get through mine. But I did it. And now that you have it, uh, how does that make you feel? Well, we're going to kick that down the road a okay, little bit. Okay, well, we're going to kick that down the road a little bit. Because now okay. we're going to move up. Because this is all July. And on July 20th, do you remember that day? No. You will in a minute. <laughs> because I threw my own damn retirement party. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's so on right. July 20th, I uh, put the feelers out. I reached out to a spot that I love. And uh, they said, yeah, we can do it. And we brought in about almost 70 people came to my, my little bash. And we had, when I tell you, we had such a wonderful time. It was very, it was intimate. We had our own little private space. And what I loved the most, it was the people who were there were the people who I really, truly care about. I put out feelers to a lot of folks. And I understand that folks that couldn't make it, couldn't make it. That's cool. You know what I always tell you? Whenever we go somewhere, you don't worry about those who don't come because who's ever there is supposed to be there. And that's who you make the party with. And that's what we did. And uh, I, just, I just looked around the room and I just had so much joy and glee. That's what I felt like my Friday would have been at work. But my Friday was I went in, just packed up the little few things I had left, walked around, spoke to a few people. And uh, then I bounced out the door and that was it. This was where we got a chance to walk around and say those goodbyes and, and also some hellos to folks. And that was incredible. And the highlight of the whole function is even the, uh, the general manager, when he sees me when I pop in there, to this day, he still says to me, he says, you know, I wanted to say something to you before I got out of there because I had to leave early. He said, but when I popped my head in, you, you were still on your speech. He said, what was that, like a two-hour speech? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That speech. Usually when you go to a retirement party, you have the, your guest usually talk about you. But you took the mic and nobody got the mic after that. But a few people, a few people, I, I, I took the mic back and gave it to a few people. But it, it was amazing. But then after the fact, though, individuals said that it was like quite possibly the best retirement party that they ever been to. So it, it actually worked. Yes. So yeah. what she's speaking on is normally when you go to those events, your guest of honor sits there in the big chair, and then everybody comes up and says all those wonderful things about the guest of honor. But you know, this is your boy, AJ. And you know I have a band called Flip the Script, so you know what that means. All we do all day is flip the script. So instead of people coming up to talk about me, 
I basically took the mic and walked around the room and explained to everybody why this person was here. Because what you have is uh, quite a few folks knew each other, but there are people in the room that are looking at somebody and don't know who that person is. And the only connection they have to that person is me. And so now I'm explaining to people why these people are in the room. And one of the biggest highlights for me was my, my old manager, Ron Walsh, and his lovely wife, Jean. The fact that they came to my bash, and it wasn't nothing over the top. It wasn't like we were at the Galloping Hill Inn, or wasn't that like La Brea up on the hill. This was the stage house. It's just a nice little spot where we go in there and hang out. And it was their 11th wedding anniversary. That's right. They could have been out the country. They could have been, you know, down in Florida where they hang out. They could have been anywhere. And they chose to come celebrate my retirement with me. So I made sure I got them a nice little bottle of champagne. I recognized them for coming out there to celebrate with me. So that's the type of things when you talk about living your best life, that's what makes living your best life special. Absolutely. And they enjoyed being there because they knew you were going to be there and they have a lot of fun with you. So it was all good. It was all good. And uh, so we had to keep that party train going because our grandson graduated prior to me. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So he graduated in May and we got to celebrate with him and his whole Rutgers contingent. And our daughter did a beautiful thing for him at the other stage house, (laughs) which was cool. So we both did our celebration at the stage house, but different locations. And uh, But what we wanted to do was something even more special. And what did we do? Well, we went to Jamaica. Oh, man. We went to Jamaica, man. You got to come back home, man. <laughs> come back. And I have to tell you, uh, the only thing missing from that trip was Junior didn't come with us. Had Junior came, then it would have been the full family contingent. But we represented hard in his absence. And I have to tell you, every time I land on the shores of Jamaica... It is, I don't know my, my, like I ain't Alex Haley and I didn't trace my roots and, and where my family really comes from. I know, you know, a lot of our history starts in North Carolina, but we came somewhere before there, right? And every time I hit the shores of Jamaica, I swear to you, I feel like that island is speaking to me. I feel like I have some roots or something there that are calling me back to that island. And we stayed at uh, a place called uh, Star Beach House. And uh, they took us over to see the suites, and that just knocked our socks off Mm -hmm. to the point that we are now uh, family members with all them folks now because it it just meant something. And now we have the ability and opportunity to to travel, not just there, but anywhere we choose to. Uh, But it'll always be Jamaica will be the place where those roots were laid down. And uh, it was a a short trip. I think we were there from Sunday to Tuesday or Saturday to Tuesday. And uh, But was the greatest thing for me is... uh, my granddaughter, we got to fly with her on the plane. She got to take our first air flight. Yes, she, she did. She got to play on the, she, she doesn't know the difference between the Jersey Shore and, and Jamaica Shore, but she was all in that sand and in the water. That girl loves to be outside. And just to see the glee on her face and the fact we were all together, grandson had girlfriend, Kayla was with us, and it was just wonderful. If I have to tell you about a wonderful family trip, remember when we used to go out to the Poconos and hang out the Poconos yeah, with the family? that used to be our family trip. That's what that reminded yeah. me of, because you just, it's, it's just, you're not oblivious to what's going on around you what are you doing you're just out in that space living your best life living your best life y'all we live in our best life (laughs) so this is the great part so when we went to niagara falls uh for your birthday which was uh the previous year yeah that would have been 2021 Um, oh no 2022 because 2023 was the graduation year that was the year prior to that right was it yeah because your birthday's may yeah. It wasn't that May. It wasn't that May in front of it cuz that May me and you no. was hanging. Okay. Well, yeah, I think it was I the think year. it was 2022. It was the year before, 2022. Right. It was the year we went to Niagara Falls then, yeah. So we get up to Niagara Falls and my grandson had turned 21 because he was born in 2001. So in that 22 year he'd be 21. Yes, that's right. Okay. And so we went up to their little, you know, casino they had up there. Because he said, you know, he wanted to go and see what the casinos is like. And so we went up to the little casino they had up there, and I promised him. I said, this place is so tiny. This ain't nothing. I said, we got to take you to a real casino. You got to go to Vegas. You know, you got to go to somewhere with this real casino. But we're going to hit Atlantic City. And so we literally got off the plane from Jamaica, came home that Tuesday. Yes, we did. Spent the night in our own bed after having not been home 
for all those days. Then we jumped in the car and we rolled down to Atlantic City and we posted up in two beautiful rooms down at the uh, Tropicana. And we had a blast down there. Yeah, because we were living our best life. And then they were living their best life. Yes. Right? I wanted to give them a taste of what mm-hmm. a real casino is like. We hit the floor, gamble a little bit. They want a little bit of money put in their pocket. They was they weren't trying to spend none of their money. Nope. They were keeping that. They were like, I ain't spending my money. I ain't losing my money out here. You could keep giving it to me, though. I'm going to take it home. I'm going to buy me something with it. And so that, again, was great. And uh, that kind of, you know, that was like the getting through that you know that retirement phase and now starting to open those doors to do some things I wanted to do and one of the great things I was able to do is uh, your brother you know uh, he he keeps calling me and dragging me out to go play golf Mm. so I got a crew and it was nice to see him and foot came out actually to my retirement bash so for whatever reason well they call it playing golf but I just tell you I just go out there and try that little white ball because I don't know once I swing I don't know where it's going it go and do its own thing but for whatever reason between Gary Foote and Archie they enjoy having me out there so we go out there and we get to spend a good three and a half four hours with each other and there's nothing like bonding when you know women do such a great job of this y'all always get together and y'all really do a great great job of bonding and carrying those relationships with you for years you know, decades thing. if you it's would it's a woman thing and it's a woman thing men because we, we tend to be so territorial and, and you know our we're ego-driven. Uh, it's it's hard sometimes to put your vulnerability down and just bond with your fellow brothers, and that's one place where I can do that. Yeah. I, I totally enjoy being with those cats because we just, you know, we rag on each other, you know, we bond with each other, and we just have a great time because we're all like-minded. We're just forward-thinking, trying to enjoy ourselves, understanding this life that we've been given, and trying to enjoy that. That is uh, one of those things that has been fun with me, so hopefully somewhere down the road my game will get better. Uh, uh, it won't be as much fun as me getting better at it, and, and I just won't be out there whacking. I'll actually have some strategy and start developing a better game. Well, now that you're <laughs> retired, you have all the time in the world to go out there swinging that um, golf um, stick and hitting that little white ball. All you got to do is practice. Practice makes perfect. Listen, truth Listen, be told. I don't know how to play. I, I I couldn't even hit the ball if I wanted to, so. Let me tell you, truth be told, I'm going to take that little one and train her up. Because them LPGA girls be making good loot on that tour. Get her out there and let her start working her game out. She already got a good arm. She probably got a good swing. She got a good throw. She got her little miniature plastic golf clubs. We be working on her. Okay. Because she like being out there watching you do that, so. And and speaking of those uh, bonding moments. I have several group of, of, of fellows that I deal with. I love the fact that I'm able to move in different circles. And a lot of times we like to get together. We'll just go out and do drinks. You know, we'll go have dinner. So I have, you know, the cats that I came through Springfield with. I got my training center cats, you know, little Al and Hayes. You know, we get together. I, my materials management group, usually it's my boy Vince is yeah. the, the one who I'm the tightest with there. And... Uh, and then, of course, my, my boys, you know, my, 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 my PS cats, you know, and not the ones I worked with, but the, but the Keeps and Ian and Roger and, you know, all of us, we all get together yeah. and hang out. So I have these multiple opportunities to hang out in these different circles with a different group of men, and, and each one of those groups gives me something different. Yeah. But what it is all about is about that bonding and having those relationships and being able to take this journey with people that you truly care about. I can't tell you what that means to me, and, and it's so nice to, to have friends. That, that viewed you that way. So I, I love that. Uh, and I'd also be remiss if uh, didn't talk about getting our daughter that nice little vehicle she got after she totaled hers. One of the most freakiest calls that a parent can ever get is, uh, and we didn't even get a call first. First we got a, a text picture. So the, you get a text message and, and it shows to all kinds of conclusions it, about what is happening here. It's a picture of the car and the car looks like it's totaled. You're like, what the hell is this? Then you start recognizing and you know it's literally seven minutes from the house. So we jump in the car and go roll up there to see her. You know, our granddaughter was with her. She had just left the house with her and they ended up getting hit, you know, and the car was totaled. And, you know, thank God her, her husband came running on the scene to make sure that they were all straight. Uh, but now she was carless. So uh, I just want I'm saying this on record because I always want her to understand because every time that she drives my granddaughter's car, because I tell her it ain't her car, it's my granddaughter's car, but that's the deck that was going on the back of my house. I I was putting a deck on the back of my house. So every time I see that car, I see my deck driving down the street. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, I know that she needed uh, the, uh, a way to continue doing the things she's doing with her hiking company, with her, her job, with, uh, you know, just, just managing the things that her and her husband doing, trying to, you know, just raise their child in addition to her grown child, our, our grandson, the franchise. So she needed wheels to get herself back up and, and, and stable again. And I'm grateful to say that we are in a position to do that for her. Yeah, so, absolutely. So uh, all you folks out here, when you talk about family, don't talk to me about family if you just talk about them verbally and you're not willing to commit and do things for them to help make their life better because they enrich our lives in ways that uh, you can't even speak about. And if you have the opportunity and means, it's only fair that you help enrich theirs too. Absolutely. That's absolutely. So, listen, everybody knows that you're the fun one. Everybody who knows AJ knows that AJ is the life of the party. And I'm telling you, you've been this way ever since I met you. I've known you for 43 years. And for 43 years, you have been the same person. So I got to know, and I know the audience want to know too, <laughs> what makes you tick? Why do you continue to stay upbeat even when the world around us is sometimes crazy? Why do you stay upbeat? What drives you? What is your motivation? And how can we get some of that? I can tell you I, there's three things that immediately come to my mind. What is that? And the first thing is you take a glass, you put it on the table, and you fill it up halfway. And most people will tell you the glass is half empty. And every time I see that glass as I'm looking at my king wine glass, you can see on my little video, I will tell you that that glass is half full. And Everything I do like that, I make an experience. So let's just back up a minute here. When you text me this morning and tell me that we were doing this podcast, because I had forgot about it. Well, I was going to tell you, I told you a long time ago. Yes. So you knew that you, and it's on the calendar, But that, sir. you know, that, that, that it, it, if we ain't having no real guest, it, I ain't really yeah, paying attention to it. Come on, we don't really need a guest. We, we're living our best life. I know, but I'm just, I'm just, I'm framing it for okay, you. Okay, well, frame it so for So now, okay. she, you know, so I'm, I'm telling you about the glass being half full. So here we are sitting in our dining room That's at the right. dining room table. Okay, when she walked in the door from work, I had on my sweats. I had on a sweatshirt. My, my was scruffy. I hadn't shaved. So prior to me coming on here, I went upstairs. I shaved. I showered. And I'm in my PJs. If y'all can see me, I'm in my PJs. I got these sexy pajamas on. But that's what the interview is worth to me. If you want to be and live your best life, you always present yourself in your best light. Yep. And so uh, that's a part of that half, that glass being half full all the time. Mm. The, the second thing I would say to you is the fact that the people closest to me are gone. My mother passed, excuse me, my sister passed away in 1990, 38 years old, a young woman. My mother passed away two years later in 1992 at 53 years old. And then in 2012, my brother passed away at 44 years old. So as I sit here at 63 years old, and we can move that back because the minute I crossed over from the age of 54, I was already the oldest living person in my immediate family. Yeah. My father, I hadn't seen him since I was five years old, so he could be walking around the planet alive right now. I don't know. So I can only speak about those who I do know. Yeah. But what that did to me, and I was always an angry young black man growing up because I was intense, because I had such a, a vitriol inside of me, because I wanted things to go the way I wanted things to go. And when they didn't go the way I wanted them to go, my immediate reaction was anger. And what that showed me is how short and how finite this life is. And we spend so much time worrying about shit that we can't control and shit that does nothing but drag us down. Yeah. And we let people who mean nothing to us dictate to us yeah. and and I don't, mean, I don't want to say dictate I want to say change the emotional state in which we operate at yeah. and so it didn't take me a, a, but a minute to figure that out and understand that when people like that walk into my cipher I just shut them out and walk away I got better things to do I'm not taking that precious time that I have yeah. I'm not saying that you're not a worthwhile human being on the planet because we're all equals as human beings on planet earth but the energy that you're trying to project on me is not happening I gotta go yeah. so I disassociate myself with those negative people so I told you first I see the glass is half full Second, I understand how short and finite this life is, so I try to jam-pack and pack a lot of energy and, right. and, and, and good vibes into that journey. And then 
the third thing, which has been with me for almost all of my life. It's the music. There is nothing in my life that gives me greater joy than music. I can be listening to it. It, You listen to your favorite artist, boy, it can do something to you. That's true. You can go see shows. And I had to write down some of the shows that we have seen because I wanted to just let you folks understand how we roll. So listen to the shows that, that me and Mama have seen, okay? We saw Trombone Shorty in Atlantic City. We saw Olita Adams and Mesa Leak in the Union County Performing Arts Center. We saw the average white band open up for KC and the Sunshine Band back at Atlantic City. We saw Earth, Wind, and Fire. Okay? Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Okay? Back at Atlantic City. (laughs) All right? Then we saw Kim with Marsha Ambrosius opening up for him at one of my favorite places to see a show is NJ Pack. NJ Pack. You cannot get past the acoustics in NJ Pack. Then we saw an Earth, Wind & Fire tribute band because having just seen them, we wanted to see what they could do. These brothers were from the DMV area. Mm -hmm. That's Delaware, Maryland, and Virginia. And my God, it was about 14, 15 of them on them stage and they burned it down. They did, they did. It was amazing. time, yes sir. Then we went to New York City and we saw Joey Alexander at Birdland with his trio. That's what we've done in like the last, I know. <laughs> the last. I'm thinking about it. I'm like six yeah. months of this, yeah. of this time. We've been running. Okay. In addition to that, I've had a chance. My band performed. We did our first gig in uh, July at Spiota Park. Usually, it rains on us. It didn't rain on us. Thankfully, we actually had a great show. We we truly enjoyed ourselves. Uh, the highlight for us is we did our first New Year's gig. That's so right. on December 31st, going into this new year of 2024, yeah. we were reached out to on short notice and we went out and we delivered a hell of a show at a venue that uh, will remain lameless because it may not be. Well exactly. Because we'll just, we'll some, some things all, happen. We'll keep that out. <laughs> but the night we was there, <laughs> we turned that sucker yeah, out. It was nice. It was yeah. nice. We looked good. We sounded great. And that's setting us up for a gig that we're going to have coming up at the Venerable Sopak uh, building at their lofts on February 28th. So everybody stay tuned because that's going to be our next venture. So that's my opportunity. I got to watch people who I love out there doing their thing. I got to sit in the middle of it and perform. Yeah. Okay. But then I also am an artist. So on December 7th, my birthday... I released my fourth solo CD. We were going to talk about that. Yes. I I knew we were getting into that. So let me just run them down for you so you can understand where I'm coming from. It took the pandemic to slow me down. Uh, Prior to that, I always was making original music. You and I, your lyrics, you know, my music, doing my own stuff and going back and forth, but never putting it in a package that could be presented to the world. Right. And when the pandemic hit and it slowed the world down, Boy, I had nothing but time on my hand. I have a beautiful studio in my home down in the basement, which I've just made some amazing modifications to where I can actually do live recordings in. You can't believe how good my drums are sounding in that space now. But uh, when the pandemic hit, it allowed me the ability and the opportunity to dig inside myself and then work towards releasing a solo project. So my very first project, I released it on December 7th, 2020, and it was called Introducing the Brother AJ7 because it had seven songs on it, and it was released on December 7th. Uh, what a great project that was. Uh, it was Anytime it's your first of something, of course, it's of like course. giving birth to it. You truly love it. Absolutely. My second project was called Never In My Life, and I released that in 2021. That, what's that classic thing about the sophomore slump? Mm-hmm. I actually think I got better because the first one was the first time trying it. The second one, I knew what I needed to do and how to, to really deliver. And I think the songs on that, it's more cohesive. And those songs work better as a collective. And I really, truly love that product. And you get to hear me stretch a little bit and sing. I never considered myself a singer. I'm a musician first. But you really hear me trying to, to reach for some things and sing a little bit. And then in 2022, last year, I dropped my Let It Flow project. And Let It Flow is a lot more eclectic. It's, 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 it's a lot like, you know, my idol Prince, where because he's so eclectic, it allowed me the opportunity to be as eclectic as I wanted to be because that's, you know, that's kind of my mindset and how I rolled. 
And then on my birthday for December 7th of 2023, I dropped my fourth project. And that project was called I N. Go ahead, say it. I don't remember. <laughs> I was checking her. It's yeah, called no, I N S 1 2 L me. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I was saying in my head, because you know, I can't do acronyms like that. I was like, okay. I know. Even when I'm doing my own, I'm like, Huh, 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 huh. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not going to tell you what the acronym stands for on you folks out there for. in podcasts. And if you want to know what the acronym is, go do a search for the brother AJ. Go find that project. And there's a song on that project that will tell you what it is. Uh, one of the cool things I've done for each one of those is I've released a video for every one of my projects. Yep. Uh, the first one was one of the songs that was not a title track. And the uh, second one also was not the title track but the last two are the title tracks of the albums have been the videos and i've been enjoying that because i i've been you know in addition to doing the music thing i'm i'm really trying to work on my video game uh not not video game like video game playing, yeah, but upping say, my video I was say, wait you playing videos yes, now upping my video uh you know technique <laughs> yeah. to, to re- record video. videos getting better at your videos yeah so th- these are you know when talk about what i'll be doing yeah. in retirement yeah these are the things so those are the three things when you talk about why i'm living my best life those are the three like you know like yeah. i guess you call them my my core pillars but then this would be the fourth one and the fourth one really is i always have believed that people want to be around people they like no one wants to hang out with folks they don't care about and i don't try to be a people pleaser i am authentically Every space I walk into, I am authentically always my own original self. You either like me or you don't because I am not everybody's cup of tea. I can be a little brazen. I I have a high opinion of myself. I can be a little dominating and domineering. And uh, I am an acquired taste to say the least. And what I will tell you is I am so grateful that more people like me than don't. Yeah. And so that allows me to move around the spaces I move in the way I am, and it allows me to fully be myself. Those are the, that's why I think I am who I am. See, see, folks, he has a lot going on, a lot going on, and it's a lot going on every single day. I come home from work and I be like, what are you I'm doing so today? tired. But then I go downstairs. He's downstairs in the basement. He's creating something. Got the music playing. He's dancing around. I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> I started DJing again. Exactly. Oh, man. The DJing. You're doing all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. But anyway, so what I love about um, the whole concept of living your best life, it's, it's really about individuals again we said doing what they love yes and so many people are just moving through life and they're not doing anything that they love to do they're not doing anything they're going to work they're coming home they're going to sleep they're getting up they're going to work they're coming home that is such an awful way to live yes awful way to live 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 just live your life and be happy and have fun so I think tonight we should talk about ways that people can have fun. Well, I, th- I think that's a great segue. Yeah. And I would say this to you. Because almost everybody we know has to work. Yeah, including me. Yes, we have, uh, you know, I only know one or two people who truly have been able to. Uh, well, let, let me up that number. I really know probably about seven people who have been able to do the thing they love to do to sustain themselves. So what they always tell you, they say, find out the thing you love and then go do it and you never work a day in your life. life. And that's that's false because you're still working. But when you love it, you don't perceive it as work. So this is what I would say to those of us who, you know, I was on that train for 42 years. Yeah. But what you saw in me is I might have been physically at that job working. (laughs) okay the body was there we know where this is going okay (laughs) but believe me you never saw me without my book bag yeah and in my book bag i had my own pad that i was writing shit down on i was reading books either self-help autobiographies anything that i was reading that was going to give me knowledge and further my own mental you know Mm -hmm. fortitude Mm -hmm. uh as i was at work i was researching 
things, even about the job, to yeah. make the job. When you get good at your job, yeah. Yeah. that's when the job becomes easy. Yeah. When you're trying to learn your job and do the job. So if you're in a job for 10 years and it took you three, four years to learn the job, yeah. now those next six years you can, now I don't want to say coast, but the job is easy because now you have really mastered the job. Yeah. So now you can multitask and you can do other things. But when I say multitask, I don't mean I was multitasking doing their stuff. <laughs> I was doing my stuff. I was working equally hard at my job as I was working on my own personal stuff. Yeah. And so, you know, don't do it in a way that you're getting yourself in trouble. Don't use your company's resources and all that. You know, those, those, those gray areas you get involved in. But never, ever take the job to the point where you think the job is the biggest and best thing in your life yeah. because my favorite line to you is let something happen to you. Oh, yeah. They will come over there, clean your desk out, and slide your nameplate yeah. out, put somebody's new in there, slide a new name in, As if you and you never was never there. there. Exactly. So why are you going to exactly. give all of yourself to them? I'm not saying don't be good at your job. I'm not saying don't take it yeah. serious. Yeah. But what I'm saying to you is there's more to you than your job. Exactly. So you're already committed for 40 hours a week with these people. Okay, so in those 40 hours of that week, carve out some time for yourself to do your own thing. One thing I will say is when the pandemic hit, one of our, our, our leaders said, he said, listen, you need to take time out for yourself. Now people are stuck at home and, you know, he says, I need you to go to your calendar and you block out lunchtime. Don't take no calls. Don't take that's your time. Mm -hmm. He said that, man, I immediately went to my calendar. I hit 12 to 1. Block that off for the whole, it, mm. it just automatically popped in my head. I put it in pink too. So it's a nice bright color that you yeah. can see. Yeah. And from 12 to 1, don't bother me. I'm out. You know, it's funny. That's very important to say because I'm the type of person who I just, I can be comfortable sitting at my desk even through my lunch period because, you know, I just like sitting there. But then I started to realize, you know what, you need to stay get away from this desk even if you just go to the teacher's lounge you need to go somewhere yep. you need to get out of the way because you know what was happening while i was sitting at my desk somebody's coming to you bringing every something time to you. somebody come to mm -hmm. me i'm i'm answering them i'm in i'm doing the inquiry i'm doing all this stuff i'm on my lunch break but i'm still doing all that stuff and so many people do that a hundred percent so many people do that so we really do i'm we're gonna take we're gonna take aj's advice because we're not going to sit at our desk. We're going to take that hour. That is ours when we are at work. And we're going to leave our place of working so that we can get a whole nother perspective. We can see things differently and we can just unwind. That's our time. It don't belong to anyone. And you ask anybody. Yeah. From the time I, once I crossed over to management, because when I was a tech, I was on the road, you know, by yourself. So you're, you're doing your own thing. But once I crossed over to management, I worked in the office environment. Soon as that lunch bell rang, out. I would mm -hmm. get in the, even if I didn't go nowhere. Uh, I, I mean, like if I didn't have anywhere specific, specific to, go, to go, I would just get in that car. I know every park between my territory. I had Hackensack, uh, Cliff, no, Clifton, Oradell, Oakland, Harrison, Summit were my territories. I know every park. In this, I know parks that people that work the territory don't know where they are <laughs> because I would go to any park and sit and have my, if I had my lunch with me, I used to keep a folding chair in the back of my company yeah, car. Yeah. I would have my book. I'd have to have my headphones and I would step out the car because I wanted to disconnect. Yeah. So that is my, my one advice to you because again, this is working on yourself. This is working on your own personal uh, time. So I would yeah. encourage everyone to, to disconnect and do that. And I'm going to encourage everybody to do that for real. Because it's very, very important. But let me give you something else to yeah. do. Now, that was work. Let's talk about leisure time. Yeah, I was getting to that because okay. there has to be things. I don't think people really, I don't know how many, a lot of people say, I don't know what I want to do in my spare time. I don't have any talent. I, I can't do this. I can't do that. Oh, you're blessed. Oh, you're gifted. But I think that. There, I think that you have not tapped into everything that you could possibly do in this life. And I think we get so stuck in our own ways that we're afraid to try something new and go out there and do something different. You know, I started painting. I started doing all that. I do everything because you never know what you're going to be good at. And you never know what's, what's going to capture that essence of you. 
and that's how you get to to live a good life just trying things but oh, anyway a couple of things people you know we are creatures of habit habit and people are afraid of change afraid of change uh, I, one one of the blessings in my life is i am a change agent yeah. So I've changed jobs. I've changed locations. The only constants in my life have been working as long as I have, being married as long as I have, yeah. being in this house as long as yeah. I have. Yeah. Those are the constants in my life. But everything else is open to change. Uh, I am a kick and scream type because if it's something that I really ain't feeling, you got to drag me. Yeah, you I'm don't not try gonna, a whole lot of things. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm saying you got to drag me because you, what you have to do is you got to convince me that it's yes. worth my time. Yes. But once you get me there, you're going to look around and say, and you see him? He the one that didn't want to come. And exactly. look at him. He didn't want to go. I had to pull your arm and make you go. I had to make you try this. But I, I'm that guy. So I, I will, you know, do it. I understand that. I do. It, one of the things I do try to do is I like to try to face my fears. Yeah. Because I think the best way to ever grow is when you're in a state of fear. Because fear forces you to really tap into some things. And when we get comfortable, what's that line? We get fat, we get comfortable. Yeah. Fear stretches you. You can't be fat and be afraid. You'll be, because you got to be moving. Well, okay? you can be fat. Oh, no, you can't, because <laughs> your fear will keep you moving. Okay? So, uh, and I don't mean, I don't, I don't want to be like a negative fear person. I mean, fear to give you that, that energy and that vibe. And so when we talk about this leisure time, what I'm talking about is you would sleep for eight hours. You go to work for eight hours. Mm -hmm. Guess what you got left? Eight hours. You got eight hours left. <laughs> and so a lot of people now will come home because of that hard day they had at work and they spend two, three, four of those hours doing nothing. That okay? would be me. Okay. <laughs> doing nothing. Yeah. So you, I, I have, I believe you come in, you, you, you decompress, you, you purge 30 minutes. You have to hour, decompress. Get that out your system and then say, what's the one thing I want to deal with today? And you should have had mm -hmm. that, you should have had that made up. So I might have came in here, you know, like I, had, I changed a window in the bedroom, okay? And so I, first I got the window, I had in the basement, and I said, I, I got to be in the mood, okay? Yeah, I, I don't yeah. want to just go up there and force myself to do it. And then I woke up that one day, and I was like, today's that day. So let me plot it out, okay? So I'm going to have breakfast. It in your mind. Yes, I'm going to watch my sports stuff, okay? Now I'm going to get up there about 11 o'clock, and I can start and I can knock this out. Yeah. And that's how I do for me. That's that's the way I, I, I do things because I find that I tend to do things on the fly. I'm not a great with planning because no. I don't like because He's I don't like structure. I, no. I, I'm not a structure person. I hate structure. I like to fly by the and seat of I my pants. I love pad. structure. So, so <laughs> I, I will plan a few things, but I tend to take each day as it comes. Yeah. And so if you if you want to be adventurous, you know. Plan a couple of days where you just jump in the car and go somewhere you've never been and just experience it because, you know, you need to you need to stimulate yourself. You yeah. don't want that the brain yeah. to just gentrify. Yeah. yeah. And, and I will say this. You know, one of the things I didn't speak about, man, we had the pleasure of going out to see Hamilton this year. Now, we saw the daggone uh, first we got the soundtrack because we were singing them songs like we wrote them songs. Oh, yeah. Then we saw when Disney opened it up, and we saw it on Disney, we looked at each other like flabbergasted, like we sitting here at home watching on TV telling you this is the best play we ever seen in our lives. I know. I must have right? saw it like 10 times. I, easily. I watched Hamilton the way I watched Purple Rain. Yes. I saw Purple Rain so many times, I was reciting all the lines, okay? And do you know, we just went and saw the Michael Jackson. Yes, we did. And... uh we I can't just, tell you. I mean, that was just, just last Saturday. It. Yeah, we just saw and, that. And I thought it was going to just be like the guy be up there performing, doing this. I had no idea it was going to be like they were going to try to weave his story into this uh, production. And we, again, looked at each other like, and these are the things that make us come alive. Because yeah. we are creative, we're creative yeah. types. We're theater folks. We're museum types. We're art, anything yes. with the arts. Yes. And so when you find that thing that's your thing, then tap into it. Mm -hmm. Okay, what people complain about. Ah, well, yeah, I'm the Newark Museum. Yeah, I've been there. You know, yeah, yeah. I, you know what? Well, get in the car. Get on the train. Go down to Washington. Go to Smithsonian. Go to Philly. Yeah. Go up to Boston. All these other places have have uh, places you haven't been yet. Yeah, yeah. And, and even in your own town, there's probably a couple spots you don't know nothing about. Exactly. So do some research and do it. So whatever that thing is that you do, put some energy into doing it. Yeah. I guess the bottom line is to try something new. 
Try something that you haven't tried before because you don't know what's going to spark you. You know, what's going to motivate you? What's going to make you say, hey, I didn't even realize I like that, but I like that. You know, there's still a lot of things on my bucket list that I want to do. I don't want to jump out of plane like you did. Absolutely not. But, you know, there's some things that I still want to do that I think is adventurous. Absolutely. You know, but I don't know. Well, I don't know. I will say this, too, and this is the other thing uh, that I do is I will just tell her, yeah, okay, this date, be ready. I hate when he does that. <laughs> I really we do. just did that. Oh my gosh! I really, I really, and we're doing it again. I know we're Thursday. doing it again, and I can't. I hate when he does that, but you know what? <laughs> this this is what's really gotten me to a place where I can literally live my best life because I used to be the. I had to plan everything out. Everything had to be planned from the very second, from the very minute. I had to know everything that was going on. But you fly by the seat of your That's pants. That's right. I tell her, this is the date. This is the time we leaving? Exactly. This is your dress code. That's Some, all she get. What, but sometimes he don't even give me a dress code. Sometimes I literally have to figure it out. I have to say, well, listen, I don't know if I'm going to be walking, so I better wear no, some we, comfortable I will always shoes. Do, I always okay. tell you if we're going to do something like that. But, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun, though. I have to tell you that because I'm not as carefree as he is, I'm getting there, but I'm not quite there. So whenever he tells me these things and don't give me any information, the first thing I do is I am really mad at him. I'm really mad at him. But then after we do the activity and I had such a good time, I'm so grateful that he doesn't listen to me, that he just does what he wants to do and I just follow because I have so much fun. Absolutely. And that's you know, and I think too, maybe that's another thing. I think if you have a partner, you don't have to be married to them or oh, you yeah. know, dating them. But if you have someone a cut buddy. Right, a cut buddy or yeah. someone who could, could fuel that in you. Think about girls' yes, trip. Yes, yes. That's what exactly. they did. They just got together and went wilding out. Absolutely. Yeah, man. That's another way that you can start to learn how to live your best a- life. Absolutely. But what we don't want to do, AJ, is that we don't want people to just live to be living. D- am I making sense? No, you're going to have to elaborate. Okay. I, I don't want you to think that, oh, okay, this is the life I've been given, so I'm just going to. I talk to so many people, and they're talking more about their death. I'm 69 years old. I'm going to be dying soon. I'm like, what? You didn't even live yet. Oh, yeah. And so what I don't want you to focus on, I don't want you to focus on, on what's to come. I want you to live every second of every day. That's right. You miss so much when you start thinking about, oh, it's about to be the end of my life. I want you to live your life. Don't think about your life. Just live your life. That makes sense? Yeah, I don't see. I don't have those people around me because when they start talking like that, it's like the people you meet. They're like, hey, how you doing, Miss Smith? Yeah, oh, my, my back is up. My, 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 my arthritis. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, okay, good. See you. Got to go. And I'm out. <laughs> I ain't got time for that. And people think you're really mean because you. Nah, know, I just you don't I don't need that energy but in my life. You don't life. need that energy in your life. You really need to to really change your your vibration and your energy. And it's not you're not being mean when you just remove yourself from people, places, and things that don't. L- serve let me help you, well. you, people. If you want to have some fun in your life, get your pen out and write this down. You know him. His name is Lenny Kravitz. The new video is TK421. Let me say it again. Lenny Kravitz's new video is TK421. You watch that video and you see how my man is enjoying himself and he don't give a damn what you think. And after you watch that video, if you ain't singing that damn song or trying to do some of these moves, you will see that Lenny is living his best life. Well, I'm going to have to look at that video myself. Oh, the I ladies, have... let me just say it for you now. The <laughs> ladies going to love this video. Right, well, I'm going to have to look at that video right The fellas got to up their game, but the ladies going to love the video. Okay, well, I'm going to have to look at that video too. So before we leave, I just I just want, we're going to next, next, next month, we're going to have a guest. But for right now, I wanted to, to you know, give AJ some time to, to um, talk about all the things that he's doing because he's he's my true encouragement you know again I'm gonna say I didn't start living my best life until probably a year or so ago I mean I wasted all that time being all serious but you know to I my you to know tell her. I, tried I know to tell her. I know I know but to my defense I was doing serious things 
And when you're doing serious things, you build up the seriousness okay. inside so of let you. Me, so let know? me help you with this because that's what people tell you. And these are what I call excuses. I know they're excuses. So here's, here's, excuses. My, here's my litmus test for serious things. What? Ready? Yes. So you're in a situation. I'm in a situation. And you only have to ask yourself this question. Okay. Is it life-threatening or is it not? It's if it's life-threatening, it's, it's serious. It's if it's not, <laughs> guess what? You can go do some other shit. It's never. But you know what? There's all you always. You know, you always have that one person who who has to take care of everything, manage everything, get everything together. And then you got that one person who lives so carefree. They ain't got to do none of that. They don't have to worry about this. And they don't have to worry about that. So they get to live their life in this nice and freestyle. I'm living my best life. While the other person is like, okay, we got to take care of this. I got to take care of this. Let's make sure that is done. Okay, let's get it all together, guys. So you know. It, it, it takes a moment for you to just say, like you said, is it life-threatening? Is it going to hurt somebody? Is it, is it really that serious? Exactly. And, you know, for me, I, I, this is all new for me. This is all new, me having fun, me enjoying my life, me doing the things that I always wanted to do but was afraid. Here we go with that fear again. Afraid to do because I'm worrying about what people might say, mm -hmm. what people may think of me. Oh my God, what if I do this and people say something? But you know, for the last couple of years, I, I'm, I must tell you, I'm really grateful that I have put all that aside so that I can truly live my best life. I'm grateful for this podcast where we can share all of this information with other individuals because I truly want everybody to live their best life. Your life don't have to be like AJ's because I don't know if anybody can keep up with AJ. And your life don't have to be like Tom, Dick, or Harry. But if you can find something in your life that makes you feel good about you, I want you to go out there and do it. And I would say this, just look at my social media. Sometimes I post things. Now, I'm not one of the people that post crazy, you know, all this ridiculous stuff. But, like, I, I am, you know, literally, like, open. You get to see what I'm doing, how I'm doing, where I'm at, what's happening. And sometimes I'll get a text here. I'll get a, a message. Yo, bro, don't you hang in? I'm like, if I put it out there, it's out there for public consumption. Once I hit send, it ain't no taking it back. And what you find out very quickly is, you know, there are like 8 billion people on this planet. And if you only got like 500 Facebook friends, do you know what that percentage is compared to the world? It's like point zero 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 zero. Ain't nobody looking and checking for you. All the people that you're worried about, ain't nobody looking at you and checking for you. If you go live your life, half of them that are looking at you, are saying, I wish I was doing what she doing, okay? <laughs> True. So don't stress about it. Don't worry about it. True. And I, I do want to put one more thing in the universe uh, because there is one thing that I have struggled with. The same way I struggled with this, uh, getting this degree. Uh, I've been trying to write this book <laughs> forever, okay? I have about 350 pages worth of stuff. Too much. And I just can't seem to put this thing to rest. This book should have been out 10 years ago, you know? So I'm coming on this podcast and I'm putting it in the universe because one of the things I find is when you don't have accountability, then you just, it just lingers. So if I put it out in the universe on this podcast, I'm completing this book this year. And I ain't, when I say this year, I don't mean I'm trying to wait till December. I am really going to try to get in this lab and I am trying to, to get this thing targeted at least by a September date so that I can have this thing ready to go so I can tap into one side of me. I don't consider myself a, a, a novelist type writer, but I am a person who believes this. I believe every single one of us has a great book inside of us. Now, most of us only have one great book inside of us, unlike Stephen King and, you know, yeah. Patterson and, and, and Kuhn and those people who've been writing books for 25 years. But I believe I can get this book out. So I'm calling on you there, Caroline. I'm going to need you to edit this thing and whip me into shape so I can, uh, you know, because if you leave me to meander on my own, it'll be 1,050 pages. So you I, have to listen because you gave me that book once before and I, but I wasn't serious about it. Then. And I went over it and I told you all the things that but you the, needed but to But the get first rid thing of. you told me, okay. so the first thing she told me was I needed the conflict. 
because I didn't have a conflict. Not a single one. So it starts out with a con- Now I move the conflict up. It starts with a conflict. So as you can see, I told you, I'm, I'm an acquired taste. So it's taking me a bit to get there, but yeah. I'm working my way there. So uh, that's, that's I'm putting it out there in the universe, and then we're going to work toward that goal. All right. Well, since you put that out in the universe, this gives me an opportunity to, to share with you all the many podcasts that I have available for your listening pleasure. Of course, you're listening to... Living Your Best Life with Caroline and AJ. But I have three more um, podcasts that might um, pique your interest too. And one of those is called Author Speak. I just started that podcast. Uh, My co-host is Miss Renee Marshall McKinley. Renee! If you are an uh, inspiring writer, you want to, like AJ, want to write a book, and you seriously want to get it out there, or you're just thinking about you putting some stuff together, listen to our podcast because we're going to have authors on our podcast. We're going to talk. um, We're authors, Renee and I, and we're going to talk about all the different components of of how you can write a book and and putting it all together, putting your characters together, the um, momentum, how to keep people interested. All of that stuff is going to be on our podcast. Maybe I'll be back as a guest as an author. And maybe he'll be back on our show as an author. But I'm, I'm throwing that out there because this is how I live my best life. We all have our ways. And Al uh, or AJ um, told us all the things that he has done to make himself um, happy. He's doing his um, best life. And, but how I live my best life is doing the podcast that I do. So, again, authors speak. Um, Brand new podcast. I want you to listen to that. Also, I have another podcast coming out called All Things Spiritual. For all my spiritual people who who knows that there is a difference between being spiritual and being religion. So, you know, we're going to put that out there. We're going to talk about all things spiritual. If you are interested in, in spirituality and you want to listen to that podcast, please listen to it. And, of course, the podcast that started it all, Real Talk with Real People, a candid conversation with me, Dr. Caroline Bethia Jones is still available. I just want you all to just have a wonderful, wonderful life. Time is short. Live your life. Go out there. Do what you love. Don't let nobody stop you. Don't let nobody tell you that you're too old or you're too big or you're too young or you're too this. Don't let nobody get in your psyche. Don't let nobody tell you what you can and cannot do. Just go out there and live your best life. Do that for me, please. Please, please, please. AJ, you have any parting words? Listen, as I said, you know, I've been saying this for years. I like to say I live a charmed life. Yes, you do. I tell people I'm a married bachelor. <laughs> yes, I can contest to that. <laughs> and uh, I, I have just really understand how short and finite life is. Life is short. So I try to pack as yes. much energy, enthusiasm, fun. I try yes. to surround myself with, with great people. I don't like to be the smartest person in the room, in my circle. I seek out those who are uh, of, of more IQ and, 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 and uh, you know, status than me so they can show me how to move in, in different spaces. And then this, this one I didn't speak on, but this one I think is one of the most important ones, is when you do achieve a little bit of something and a little level of success, it is incumbent upon you to turn around, reach back, That's right. and pull somebody with That's you. That's right. You got to pour into this next generation behind right. us. You got to help this youth. You got to help somebody that's trying to get to where you are. Hey, this is not about, you know, I'm trying to be on top of the mountain and, and look down upon you. I'm trying to get on top of the mountain and pull us all up so that we're all on top of the mountain. That's right. And being able to look. So if you keep that kind of mindset, you'll always be in a growth mindset and a forward-thinking mindset as you try to move yourself and your life and your tribe and the world forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. Nicely said, AJ. That's what I do. That's right. (laughs) That's right. That's what we do. That's what we do. So we want to thank you for joining us um, on another episode of Living Your Best Life. Yay, yay. Caroline and AJ and if you want to be on our show and we would love for you to be on our show wouldn't we AJ yes we would we would really love for lots of people to come join us on this journey of living our best life right positively and if you want to be on our show please send us an inquiry at 
Here we go with the acronyms again, right? So I have to do it on my fingers. Let me see. R T R P Candid Conversations at gmail.com. You don't have to remember that. I'm going to put that all in the information Thank so that you, you can grab it. <laughs> you just grab it and then you send us an email and then you can come and have a lot of fun with me and AJ because we love having fun with all individuals. We're going to sit here and we're going to start planning our next trip because he is anxious. His hand is getting all itchy. He wants to go someplace. And so we, we, we was we're about to go to Jamaica. I know. In, I know. In it's, March. It's like, man, can you give me a break, man? I need a resting period. But we're going to sit here right now and we're going to talk about what we're going to do next because AJ and Caroline is doing what? Living, Living our, our best, best lives. lives. See you next time. Bye bye now. Peace.